This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Psalms 18, I love you, God, you make me strong. God is bedrock under my feet. We're talking about a better foundation built on the bedrock uh, of God and uh, the house, a life, a people. Uh, We are that house, we are those lives, we are that people that love Bill. Amen. And is building. God is bedrock under my feet. We could say this, if God is love, then we're saying that God's love, uh, the love that he has for us is the bedrock underneath uh, our feet. Nothing more stable, more secure, more strong than the love that God has for us. And, and faith can be boiled down to faith in God, trusting God simply is boiled down to do we, or we could say this, will we, Uh, believe the love that God has for us. Amen. And that that message was totally epitomized in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. His message was on the cross, God loves you enough to give himself in your place and in your stead that we would live and not die. Amen. Now, I want to talk about where uh, we're going. It's important for us. Now, uh, the Scripture teaches us that the Spirit of God has been given to us to lead and guide us into, all right? Uh, into is the sense of where we're going. Are you listening? We go into the future. We don't go, we don't go into the past. We go into the future. Isn't that right? So the Spirit of God... And Jesus went a little further in that, and he simply said this, He will lead and guide you into all the truth. He'll take of the things that are mine, and he will show them uh, to uh, you all things that the Father has are mine, and he will show them to uh, you. He'll show us the things that are to come. The things that are to come, amen, or that we're to come into, and that God wants to... Uh, wants those things to uh, to come into our lives, Amen. Now, all the plans that God has for you are for the future. Don't stop too long looking around at where you are right now, because all this is temporary. I mean, where it where where I have been and where I am right now is temporary. It is fast giving way to the eternal, that which is coming, Amen. I'm looking for the permanent stuff. How about you? But it says all God's plans are to give us a future. Isn't that right? They're good and they're to give us a good future. A a hoped for future. Are you listening? But that hope being offered, uh, being authored by God. The faith is the substance of all the things we hope for. Hallelujah. How many of you are hoping for a better future? A better life? A better witness? A better reward. Amen. There is better, isn't that right? It's good and it's getting better. Tell your neighbor, it's good right now, but it's getting better. All right. I believe that. Now, where we're going, this is my prayer. This has become my prayer. I pray pray two prayers every day in understanding. Now, I do 
a lot, most of my praying, I pray uh, without understanding. I pray by, with the Holy Ghost. Uh, let me tell you something now. Uh, you're never going to get to where you're going apart from the Spirit of God. If, you're not, if, you have not, if you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit or being filled with the Spirit of God, you're just always going to be a natural person trying to do spiritual things. And I'm going to tell you, you're limited. You're limited to, to your own ability. You can be born again. You can love God as much as you want. But you're going to be powerless. Because after He has come upon us, in the way that Jesus talked about, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, the infilling of the Spirit of God, He said, then you will receive power to be a witness. To be that. Power to become, to be all the fullness of what... Listen, you're just not going to do it without that extra in your life. Why, why, be, why settle for less when God has given us so much more? And I'm going to tell you, those of you that have been filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says there's one baptism but many infillings. You need to stay full of the Spirit of God. Amen? I do most of my praying in other tongues. But here's what I do. And did I catch your attention with that? Listen, I love you enough to tell you the truth. Are you listening? But... I'll tell you something else. The Holy Ghost has been sent to grow you up. You ain't never going to grow up apart from His help. And His help, you know, you need Him on the inside, not just coming upon you on the outside in a feel-good service where, ooh, I felt God. Are you listening? I need to do more than feel God. I mean, God need to lay down with me at night, be in my dreams, get me up in the morning, be with me all day long. I don't have to say, pray, God be with me. He's in there. In the person of the Holy Ghost, he said, I'm leaving you, Jesus said, but I'm going to send you another company. He shall be with you and he will be in you. Now, if you want to go to go take your little silly head and read the red and argue with that. Amen. I don't have time for that. Religious people. I lived through that. You understand? Religious people argue about whether or not. There is an experience beyond salvation with the Holy Spirit. I, I, listen, I wasn't two, three months old, and I got beyond that, and I've never looked back, and I'm not going back there and argue religiously about that any longer. Are you listening? As I take a look at the people that, that argue with me over that, are you listening? And their crowning achievement, they built a chain-link fence around the cemetery. I'm not for, I, Listen, let the dead bury their dead. I'm going to go on with let, let me out in the wide open spaces with God. Amen. There's a world to win that needs a powerful witness from God. I mean, a man, a man that denied him, running from it. Listen, denied, cursed him even. Or he like, got filled with the Holy Ghost and all of a sudden he's snatching a boy up out of a lifetime of cripple. He said, I don't have nothing. But what I do have in the name... Are you hearing? Amen. You better get a little more in God, not a little less. You better be interested in a little more God in you, not a little less. Are you listening? If you are, you're in the wrong place, sweetie, because it's going, oh, tides are rising. You, you know, you're going to get up on your tippy toe. You watch out now. See, this is just crash on over you. You need to learn how to swim. Amen. And the Holy Ghost is the lifeguard. Amen. Amen. He'll teach you how. 
Praise the Lord. Little, little, little Rudy Tooty for the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a prayer. And I want to tell you, he's central to everything. Now look at this. Uh, Ephesians 3. It says, I, I like one translation that I pray. It says, because of my work among you. Because of my work among you. He said, I bow my knee in prayer. He said, my response is to get down on my knees before the Father, this magnificent Father who parcels out. Verse 14 through uh, 21. Seven verses. Everyone say seven verses. Oh, honey, and they are power-packed, powerful. It is a tremendous seven-verse prayer to some stuff. Amen. All right. Uh, Before the Father, this magnificent Father who parcels out all heaven and earth, I ask Him to strengthen you by His Spirit. Not by brute strength, but a glorious inner strength that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite Him in. And I ask him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimension of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breath, test its length, plumb the depths, rise to the heights, live full lives, full in the fullness of God. Amen. Never get to the fullness of God without the help of the Holy Ghost. God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever imagine to guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us His Spirit. Deeply and gently within us. You know, the devil is afraid of the Holy Ghost. As he should be. But now if you're afraid of the Holy Ghost, you realize, listen now... That's because we're, because we're listening to the devil and not le- responding to the love of God because of His love. Amen. He personally wants to reside in you and help you personally amen. by His Spirit. Gently and deeply, amen, within us. Glory to God in the church. Glory to God in the Messiah and Jesus. Glory down all the generations. Glory through all millennia. Oh, yes. Glory. Everybody say glory. Glory. What a prayer. Amen. What a prayer. This is where we're going. This is, a, this is a Bible prayer, so it is an asking prayer and an answering and an answered prayer. If you ask anything according to His will, we know He hears this prayer. And we know that we have what we're asking for Him. So with the help of the Holy Ghost, there's a work, a deep work of being, the love of God being shed abroad in our hearts. He's going to help us to go down deep in it, to rise up high in it, to go far and wide with it. Amen. I'm all in. How about you? Look at your neighbor and say, man, I'm all in. I mean all I can get in, and I'm going to trust the Lord to take me way on out there. Praise God. Now, uh, what's next then? Here's where we're going. So what's next? Let's look over here at 1 John uh, and chapter, actually chapter 4, verse 17. It says, God is love. And when we take up permanent residence in a life of love, honey, decide, listen, decide that you're going to live in love with God. I'm going to live, not, not just in the love of God, but in love with God. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
He's in love with us. Just Amen. Just respond and love Him back. Just love Him back. Amen. But decide, this is where I'm going to live. This, where, do you, where do you live? Oh, in the love of God. I'm, in a, per, I'm a permanent resident. I don't live half the year uh, here and half the year there. I am a permanent resident. Amen. In the love of God. I am loved by God. I am so loved by God. I can't hardly, I, I just, and I won't get out of it. You're not going to drag me out of it. I don't care what you say. I'm going to love you because I'm being loved. Amen. You know, you've got to know some love before you can show some love. Somebody, I heard the Holy Ghost say that when we walked in here and you were singing that song. The Lord says, you've got to know some love so you can show some love. Somebody needs some love showed to them today in here. Well, we're going to know the love of God. Amen. How high, how deep, how wide. So we can show some love. Because there's some folk that are far out there. They're deep in it, honey. They're way out there deep in it. Are you listening? And the love of God it needs to compel us to go out there and invite them into this permanent place of the life of love. Amen. Permanent residence in a life of love. We live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house. Becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is not yet fully formed. We, though, are going to love. All right, what's next? Where are we going? We are going to love. Love and be loved. First we were loved, now we love. He loved us first. If anyone boasts, I love God. Say, I love God. Ask your neighbor, you love God? Tell it, Gloria. What's the next one? What's the next one? What's the next one? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Amen. Well, God first loved us and we love Him back. Amen. And people are going to respond to love. What people want is love. What the world needs now is more love. You know what the answer is for your life, for my life, for, for everybody's life, for America's life? Amen. Listen, we show the president some love. Show the senator some love. Pray for him. Amen. Show the mayor some love. Show the police some love. Hallelujah. Show the protesters some love. Just show some love. Know some love and show some love. Amen. I mean, the, one of the major moves of the Holy Ghost when this nation was on the brink of destruction, it's been there a time or two because of the devil. I mean, they're just, you know, uh, the answer's always been, there's always been then this birthing of this move of God in a moment with God where, where, where people begin to know some love and show some love in a different measure and it just, and it just brought us further down the road in all that. Amen? I, I, are you listening? I'll tell you what. Stand up, Pastor Cindy. Isn't this a pretty girl? Look how pretty my girl is today. Amen? She's so pretty. But you know what? I'm going to tell you what. That smile, she can get snappy. 
ugly. There's a time or two. I'll tell you what. Now, that fists the ball up. She'd go, I'm going to club you. One time in Walmart, she said, you do this or do that, and, or I'm going to club you. I said, what you talking about in the middle of the store? Amen. You know? But, you know, sometimes she get up. One, I remember a little while ago, she got real ugly. And, and I remember I got up real And I said, listen, my name is Bruce Whitehill. And who are you? And that's what she did. She started laughing. I said, because I'm going to love you now. I'm going to love you. You can't be ugly now. You too. You're going to. Amen. You pull people up close. Oh, man. Listen, I just fixed a whole bunch of marriages right there. That'll stop that stuff. Somebody, instead of everybody drawing a line. Are you listening? And making and stop it right now. Just love on one another. Go, go quick as you can. Amen. Then the love life. Ask somebody, how's your love life? Amen. All right. Let me read down a little bit. If anyone boasts, I love God, and goes right on hating his brother, fussing with his brother or sister, thinking nothing of it, he's a liar. If he won't love the person he can see, how can... I love God, but you know, I'm going to tell you what. What they did to me... <laughs> can I be honest? I'll tell you what. When we got in, when we started in the ministry, I mean, we were... I mean, the devil would get up in the middle of us just before. Yes, tell me about it. Are you listening? Yeah. And we would be like... We would, we would be Jekyll and Hyde because we would be behind closed doors, you know, all the way to church... And then when we come out, we just, ah. <laughs> we love everybody. We're pretending to love each other right now. We really don't, but we're trying real hard. Isn't that right? But we had to learn to live permanently in love. The devil don't have no room for us no more. We closed the door to that. Are you listening? Because we learned, we learned his tricks. Get you all worked up and upset before you come into love's house, before you come into the presence of, of God and you hate him. Isn't that right? Don't be fooled by all this stuff going on right now. Choose to live in the love of God. Amen. Pray for folks. Bless folks. Say, Lord, they need to know your love. And we're going to show the love of God. Amen. All right. At every opportunity. It says, how can he love, if he won't love the person he can see, how can he love the God he can't see? I want to confess right now that there's a certain politician. You would know her name if I called her, but I think she's from another planet. But I confess right now, Lord, I love that woman. I'm going to keep praying for her. I don't know if there's any hope for her, but as long as she's breathing and that heart's a ticking, I guess there is. Lord, you need to help her. Amen. Amen. I'm going to show her some love. Bless her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, you got to correct some stuff. You got to check your heart, make sure there's not any, any unforgiveness. The Bible says when you go to pray, you need to make sure that you, aren't, that you aren't harboring any little thing towards anybody. It's a little thing, but you need to be careful of it. Amen. Because it'll stop the love of God. Faith works by love. If your love ain't working, your faith is negated. Praise God. Now you're looking up here at me, you know, now, now check your own heart right now. You might have to breathe a little prayer right now. You might have to love somebody. Let's let love happen in this place. Amen. Say, Lord, I forgive them. Lord, I forgive them. I love them. I bless them. 
In Jesus' name. Now, aren't you glad you just got free? Oh, no, you don't have to be afraid that they won't get theirs. They're going to get theirs. You got yours, didn't you? You got yours. Yeah, you got what was coming to you. What was coming to you? What God wanted to give you. You didn't get justice. You got mercy. You didn't get, you didn't get burn up. Amen. Hallelujah. He died for you. You got washed with the water of the Word and the Holy Ghost. Aren't you glad? And when you know some love, you can show some love. Hallelujah. Boy, I preach it real good today, whether you know it or not. I love the love of God. Amen. All right. The command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. Wow. That's pretty plain. Fairly blunt, isn't it? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. You know, this scripture says there's no room for fear. You remember in Genesis, now listen, the fallen man was a fearful man. The sinful man was a fearful man. Sin separates us. From what? From faith and the faith of believing. Fear is the opposite of faith. Sin separates us. Listen, nothing's going to ever separate you from God's love. But sin will separate you from having faith in that love, from believing that love. Because the devil, remember, he, he uh, came to Eve and he goes, you know, God really loves you. You'd already know all this stuff if God loved you. And then after, uh, was then, and this is how he does. Uh, afterwards, he said this. He goes, how is God going to love you? Now that you've always challenging the love of God, you should be afraid. And we were. We are. So when love came calling, where are you? We're running the wrong way. We're running and hiding from the only one that really loves us and the only one that can really help us. Amen. And God didn't condemn them. Are you listening? I was, are you listening? God didn't condemn Adam and Eve. He just said, he could have said, you know, he said it, it was all in that. It was all in those words. When he said, what have you done? But he started to right then, get us back. Make a way for us. Right then. Are you listening? They were running from him and he was running towards them. You know that, I'll tell you all my life, I ran from God because I was afraid. I lived in the dark. I knew I was wrong. I wanted to avoid church people. I, are you listening? Until God put one in my face. Hmm? Amen. Uh, why? Because, because you know you're wrong. And, we, and, and so we run from the one who is right because we think he, may, he wants to make us jump through. Listen, in your wrongest self, on your, in your worst condition, God already had decided to love you un, unconditionally, decided it didn't matter where 
Uh, he understood the condition would have far-reaching ramifications in our life, that we would act out of that. We would do stuff that he never meant for us to do. We would experience things he never meant for us to experience. But he decided a long time ago that love was going to run the distance, that love was going to get you back, that love was going to love you when you were not lovable. You didn't love yourself. Nobody else loved you. Are you listening? But, lo- but he loved you when everybody else left. God was still there. Amen. In your worst that you could have ever imagined, how did I get here? There's God. And what was the message? I love you. Why don't you come home? Why don't you come back to me? Amen. Why don't you live in love? No room for fear. The Bible says that that God's purpose uh, for our lives is that we be fully formed in love. Well-formed love banishes fear. God wants us fully formed or developed or grown up in love. That's God's purpose for our lives. Can you see that? Amen. He doesn't want us fearful. He wants us loved. Amen. Believing that love. Because fear is crippling. It's crippling. Amen. It hinders. fear. Now, we are to become fully formed in love. Now, here's the thing about life. Life Boiled down to its simplest uh, measurements, it's just love's lesson. It's, it's learning to love. Learning to be loved by real love, by, by God uh, who is love. And it's learning to love ourselves as we're loved by God. And then being able to extend that same love towards uh, other people. That love, that love does not find a filter in us that we understand how freely and fully we are loved so we can freely and fully allow ourselves to respond to God but also to other people. Isn't that right? Most of the time judging other people is we see us in them. And what we won't tolerate in them, we're, 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 we're guilty of tolerating that in ourselves. Amen. And so in judging them, we really judge ourselves. And uh, Are you hearing? But how should things be judged? In love. Everything should be judged in the love of God. Well, God loves me and them. Amen. Hallelujah. It says this. Say this with me. Say, learn love. Learn love. See, life is learning love. Life is full of love's lessons. Love's lessons. You know, you know, we had to get beyond a human love that most times is lust and the sexual attraction. It's an emotional thing. It's so conditional that it can be warped in anything you make it. You, you, you make it wonder. You know, they perpetuate... Uh, and, and I'm not condemning this. You understand what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, homosexuality and perversion, all these kind of things. We have, I don't know how many now, you know, sexual orientations and genders. It's off the chart. I mean, it's not just two anymore. You can go and read. God made a man and God made a woman. Male and female, the animals, all that kind of stuff. There's only two. Well, I think they got something like 84 or something like that. It's crazy. Too many people got too much time on their hands to sit around at a desk doing nothing and overthink everything. You understand? Reasoning. 
the, the realm of reason. But revelation is very simple. There's two. But now listen, there's some truth in this. They say, I don't think that we ought to judge or condemn people but because of who they love. Amen. And it's a twistedness and it's a perversion. Don't misunderstand me. Homosexuality and bestiality and all these, you know, adultery, fornication, all these kind of things. Sexual sin is a tremendous thing. However, uh, you know, it's a perversion of the real thing, which is the love. Amen. Because I'll tell you, this life is not about what we love. It is about who we love. I mean, when everything is said and done, you leave all your what behind. Amen. But the most important thing that's left behind is the who. And the most important thing that we enter into in eternity is not the what, but the who we're with. Out of who we love. Amen. Can you see that? So our life ought to boil down to not what we're giving our life for, but who we're giving our life for or to. Praise God. Amen. I'm going to shout with you about your new car, but, you know, if your new car requires that you have to work seven days a week and you can't be here on a Sunday or any church functions where that is concerned, I'd rather, I'd rather you be hitching a ride. Are you listening? that we could be together and love on one another and experience the love of God then because that thing ain't, is not doing nothing for you. Yes, God. It's keeping Amen. you from Amen. real love. Amen. I love my car. That's evident. Are you listening? Huh? That old thing, you know, I mean, anyhow. Park the thing way out there because it's brand new. Some, I mean, and here you see the wind's blowing. Here comes the shopping cart. I mean, it's got the whole doggone thing and it runs into your brand new car. That's right. And put the scratch right where you can see it. Oh, love my car. It's a car. Amen. Someday somebody's going to buy it for $500 and fill the back full of dog and cat food. Have a bobblehead in the thing, you know, old clothes and, and have... And have uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, uh, stains on the floor, coffee all over the thing, and you love your car! <laughs> Are you listening? It's a car! And you know it's true, that's where it's going to wind up. Somebody don't give a flip about it at all, because it's just a car. Amen. <laughs> How many of you ever been in any of those pre-loved automobiles? Praise God. Amen. All right. Uh, let's turn over to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. It's not what we love, but who we love that makes life, that makes a life work, worth living. It's not the quantity, it's the quality. And love gives it the quality. Amen. All right, Ephesians, uh, I'm going to mark here. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Amplified version. Can you put that up there, uh, Blake, on there? Uh, the Bible talks about that God gave gifts. We could say this, love gave us gifts. Love gives. God so loved that he gives. And it says that Jesus, when God raised Jesus from uh, the dead, that, he, that Jesus gave gifts. And these are love gifts. He gave those gifts to uh, people. Are the people that would believe in the love that he had and receive the love that he has for him. And the Bible says that... Uh, 
uh, that, uh, um, and it was specific in that. He said that, uh, uh, and specifically talking about uh, the five-fold ministry, uh, we're going to have uh, Dr. Vickers in today. Stands in the office, and the function, really, office is simply a function. It's not a title, it's a function of an apostle. Let me boil it down into everyday language, a father. That's right. Just a father. Amen. Uh, and prophets, thank God for the uh, the prophets, all of the fivefold, the evangelist and the pastor and teacher. Most of the time, you'll find the pastor and teacher gift are combined. And uh, uh, every pastor uh, should be able to teach, be apt to teach, uh, be willing to teach and train God's people because that's the purpose. His intention was that God's people would be fully equipped. Now, let's say love, love's... Uh, uh, Love gave us gifts out of his love and his intention and purpose in loving and in giving was that, uh, was that, uh, the, that was for the perfecting or the maturing of uh, full equipping of God's people. Listen, I would add this in there, in love. Training in love. Training in the love of God. Learning the lessons of the life lessons of love. Then the Bible says in John over there where we just were, it says, he that fears is not yet been made perfect or mature in love. Well, here's how we become mature and perfect in love. See, you need the church. Oh, yes. You need, you need you're, you're, we're not going to fully develop in love. It's in the context of the family. You have to be with the brother. And the sister. You, you, you have to share your space when they're in your face. You got to, you got to, you know, when they're in your drawer, wearing your stuff. You come in, you know, you see, you, there have been church, oh, I got to go, don't I? Church splits over somebody sitting in somebody's place in the church. Ah, anyhow. Real quick. Uh, his intention, purpose in doing this was that the perfecting, the full equipping of the saints, uh, that they would do the work of the ministry. What's the work of the ministry? You know, loving God, loving people. The ministry of love. We are in the ministry of love. It's our why, it's our how, it's our what, it's our everything. Amen. All right, that's just, it says that it might develop, it being the people of God, the church, it might develop, which is a growth word, and attain oneness of faith. Now, I've, I've struggled with this because I said, you know, Lord, they ain't never going to believe like we believe. You can argue till you're blue in the face. But you know what? There's one thing. I don't care who you are, what the label is on the door. The oneness of faith. I saw it this morning, just as plain as day. Uh, Pastor Ron, the Lord said, well, you can believe the love that I have for you. You can believe that God loves you. Amen. He loves them. And He loves the world. Amen. Well, that's it right there. I said, that's it. I mean, you boil it all down, you know. Well, I know we disagree. Could, could we agree that God is love? He loves you. He loves me. And he loves the world. We ought to be about his business. And what is that business? Loving him and loving one another and loving them into the family of God. Praise the Lord. I'm preaching real good. I got to go real quick here. Amen. There's a lot more. Now, listen. It says, not no longer children immature, as and we could say this, subject to fear or not understanding love, 
but rather our lives lovingly express the truth, witness the truth, that we love in all things, we speak true love, we're speaking true love, we're, spe- we're dealing true love, and we're living true love. The Bible says, enfolded in love. I love that word, just, you know, it's a cooking term. Are you listening? I mean, you just get all mixed up with this love of God. I mean, God just enfolds you, just keeps folding you, surrounding you, and enveloping you in the love of God. Living in love is another way to say that. It says love lets us grow up in every way. Love lets us grow. Love is what's going to let you grow. When you let love happen, that's how you're going to grow. And that's how we're going to grow. See, when you grow in love, we're going to grow. In, we're going to grow. The family's going to get bigger. When you start growing up in love, we're going to have children. And we're going to love them. Praise God. Are you listening? And we're here to grow God's family. I said we're only here to grow God's family. Amen. Now, it says this. Uh, let's, it says, love lets us grow up in every way and in all things into him who is the head. I love to say that he is the chief lover. Now, why him? Because it says, for because of him. Now, why him? Because he's the chief lover. Because of the chief lover and his love for the Father and for us, the church, his church, the one he loved and gave himself for, the one he still loves and is still giving himself for, the people who believe and receive the love of God, the Bible says that love put us together and love keeps us together. Closely. Everybody say closely. Oh, no far off from me, honey. Amen. I'm going to love God and love my brother and sister closely. I love being close. They stand up one more time. Amen. One more hug. Oh, my goodness. Just hug on me for me. Close. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Lena, I love Everett close. Not the same way as her, but I love him close. I'm going to keep Everett close to me. Close to my heart. So uh, when God mentioned his name, I thank God for him. At every mention of his name, I pray for Everett. I say, God, love Everett today. I love Everett. Everett's a good man, God. Everett's a blessed man, God. Bless Everett. Let him feel the love of God. Oh, Lord, just enfold him in love today. I'm going to love on him by loving him through prayer. I'm going to speak the word. I'm going to always believe the best. Come on now. I got to hurry. Oh, Lord, we're already done. Love put us together. Love put us together. And what God, who is love, put together, don't let anybody, let no man separate it. God put us together. Amen. Hallelujah. Put the whole family, black, white, yellow, red, purple someday, glory be to God. I said to the Lord, I said, you know, he goes... Is it a color? I said, yeah. He goes, well, now I got me one. Amen. Look at the rainbow. It's got all kinds in it. God loves that. All right. Love put us together closely joined, firmly knit. Listen, strong. Strongly joined. But it says, but the joints and the ligaments, those are the moving parts. So, listen. Listen, the moving parts is we're moving in love. We're moving with love. When we come, the movement of God is that we're, there's love happening. We're, we're being loved and we're loving. It says when the moving parts begin to supply 
from that which it's being supplied with. God's loving me, and I'm going to love you. God's loving me, and I'm going to love you. I'm moving in love. I'm doing what I do in love. I come early because I love you. I stay late because I love you. I bow my knee because I love you. I speak the word because I love you. I play the piano because I love you. I sit in this pew, are you listening, to be an encouragement to those who are discouraged because I love them. I got to show up even though I feel, don't feel like it because they need to see we are loved. Oh, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let love flow. That which is supplied by yourself to ourself, I thank you, Lord, each and every part is supplied right now with the power that it needs. Honey, I have been disheartened and discouraged a time or two. How about you? Even this week, I needed some stuff. I thank God Leanne sent me a text. What was that? She was hearing the Holy Ghost and loving God and loving me and obeying me. I needed a big dose of the Holy Ghost. You know, we all need love, don't we? And God knows right where, and, and, and right when we need what we need, there's the love of God. There's the supply of God. Amen. The pa- equip uniquely with the power that it needs of working properly. Or without love, you ain't going to work properly. It ain't nothing going to work when there's not love happening. Amen. It says working properly in all its function, loved and being loved. We're learning love and practicing love. We're going to keep growing to full maturity and building up uh, in love. Amen. Hallelujah. Aren't you ready to grow? Aren't you ready to go a little further with God and the things of God? Well, Father, we bless this people in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the great love that you have for us. We thank you that love did all that. And love is doing all of this. I thank you that you're building a people. You're, you're building a family. You're loving people into the, out of the darkness and into the light in Jesus' name. I don't want, maybe you've been discouraged or disheartened uh, this week. Anybody besides me? I mean, it just was a week. You know, you just get up and you go through. And, you, and I'll tell you what. And, and, and you just wonder, you know, the devil will say, well, if God really loved you, he would have, he could have, he should have. And then flip the coin over, you know, you don't like looking at that side, it's like flip, you know, heads or tails, and either side you do. When you get the other side, he goes, well, how could God love you? Anybody in this place, stand up right now, I'm going to pray for you. Oh, be encouraged. Oh, be encouraged, church. Be encouraged, the beloved of God. Just be loved by Him. It's going to work out. All things are working together. I feel the Holy Ghost. All things are working together for good to those that are loved by God and love Him back and are just trying to learn love's lesson. Because we know we're called according to His purpose. What's His purpose? His intention was, as for us, that we would love. We're going to love. We're going to be loved and we're going to give love. Hallelujah.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.